to Thursday. Welcome in. Bill Michaels Show. A lot to get to today. A lot to get to today. Um, it's one of those times where you've got a lot of stuff. Nothing really big, meaty, and juicy. Rogers gone. Packers now just waiting for uh, the rookies to get going. And the minicamp is about to get underway. Uh, we've got a little discussion regarding Jordan Love. We got a discussion regarding the Bucks and the Brewers continue to slide. Today, though, is the day that as I spin the dial around the state of Wisconsin, I am inundated with one thing today, Ben Kenny, producing the program. What is that one thing that everybody is all geeked up about today? Star Wars. Yes. How'd I guess? Yes. Because you're probably listening to the same crap that I've been listening to. Yeah, yeah I, I was on I, Twitter. It's stupid. I, I loved the first Star Wars. I loved the first one. The trilogy kind of lost me after a while. People get into it. Now you've got the Mandalorian and such and all the spinoffs. And it has been an unbelievably massive money-making franchise for George Lucas and company, without a doubt. I just don't get into it the way other people do. Uh, I, I love nostalgia. I love movies, uh, older movies and such. Um, but I just, I'm not that nerd. I'm not that geek. I'm not that Star Wars fanatic. I know people are. You know, I, I met James Earl Jones years ago at Super Bowl. Years ago. And I was more fascinated by the fact that he was the voice of this is CNN and, you know, his acting career and such and more involved with Field of Dreams than I ever was with Star Wars. And people were coming up to him and screaming, Darth Vader, Darth Vader. And, I mean, I knew he was the voice of Darth Vader. He wasn't the person in the costume, but I knew he was the voice of Darth Vader. But I was more fascinated by the fact that he played such an integral role in the field of dreams, you know, and, and, and was a base and legitimately is a baseball fanatic, you know. So I, but some people just get bananas over this stuff. So for all of you, and I will say it once, may the fourth be with you. Beyond that, I'm not a huge Star Wars, you know, album guy, I guess is the best way. To, are you, Ben? I like it. I've always yeah. liked it. Yeah, I've seen them. I used to okay. play. They had Lego Star Wars for the Wii. Awesome yeah. video game. But aside from that, no, I'm by no means a fanatic. And uh, it did not register with me that today was that certain day until mm -hmm. I opened Twitter. Um, the Now, speaking of Legos, uh, Kristen's son, her youngest son, is massive into Star Wars, massive into Legos. I cannot believe how much Legos cost. Wow. 50, 60. Now, for some of them, they were like 35 bucks. But I remember back, and I hate to say that, back in the day, you used to be able to get a whole box of Legos for like 10, 15 bucks. Now you get the certain what they make with the step-by-step -step, step instructions, and you build it, and then it's done. And you're kind of like, okay, now what do I do with this? Because I'm just going to stick it on a shelf, and I'm not going to mess with it. Uh, but regarding, uh, regardless, I should say, um, yeah, I uh, bought him uh, it was a couple of weeks ago. Uh, we had him for the weekend because his brother was down in St. Louis at a baseball tournament, so he had a tournament here, and he needed some stuff to do. So I didn't want to just you know have him sitting on Xbox the entire time at the house, even though he loves the 85-inch big screen TV. Um, 
So I, I bought, I thought, well, I'll go on, on to Amazon and I'll buy a couple of things of Legos and Star Wars. And I, you know, talked to Chris and I said, what helmets does he not have? So he didn't have the mass scale Darth Vader helmet. And he didn't have one of the Mandalorian helmets. I said, okay, no problem. I'll get him. The Darth Vader helmet on full scale is like 180 bucks. And so I bought that. And then the Mandalorian thing was only like 49, I think is what it was. But man, it's, it's, uh, those aren't cheap, but it, even he loves Star Wars. So it is something that has stood the test of time without a doubt. But today is the day that everybody greets themselves with, uh, with their, uh, with their fun people and I don't care worth be with you and lightsabers and all that kind of stuff. So, <laughs> so there you go. Anyway. Uh, and then, uh, as I sat here and watched the NBA playoffs last night and tonight, my condolences, by the way, for uh, Joel Embiid coming back and they get blown out by 40 last night, Ben, I'm sure you were pulling your hair out at that point in time, right? Did you want, I would assume you watched the game. I think Ben Kenny died. Got to make sure sometimes I'm even on the air. There's Sorry, I was uh, tending to the phones. That's okay. No, what I was saying was is uh, my, my, that my condolences after last night's uh, craptastic performance by Joel <sighs> Beat and company. And we knew, I mean, I told, I was talking to my cousin last night, and I said, he, oh, James Harden's back. I said, no, he's not. He is like Anthony Davis. They will have big games and go, wow, that was awesome. And then they will shrink away over the next two or three games. By the way, did you see the Celtics coach last night and the post-game presser that he did? Did you pay attention to that, Ben, at all? I saw the comment. Yes. Uh, I, I, I don't know why he's mad. Now, unless there was something locally, maybe the beat writers locally were talking about maybe he didn't make adjustments or maybe he didn't do certain things to shut down James Harden. I didn't read it, uh, and I should have probably gone back and looked at the Boston Globe to see if I couldn't find something. But you talk about snippy, like what a jag, man! That was your uh, that was your 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 national view this morning, and it you know because I mean everybody was like, oh, okay, you know, there you go, like wh- why is he so pissed off? But nevertheless, um, he was. So that being said, it was uh, he was a little more than snippy, we'll say. Because he's, people were asking him about the win and what that means and going into the next game. And it's not, he, looked at, he looked around and he said, so nobody wants to ask me about adjustments? Fine. And got up and walked out. Just jaggish. So if, there, if th- there's got to be something more to that behind the scenes than what we were privy to, I guess is the best way to put it. So anyway. Uh, 877-867-1670. In the meantime, the Brewers continue to slide. Brewers lose last night yet again to the Rockies 7-1 in a contest that wasn't even close. Lauer threw okay. Brewers offense inept, for lack of a better term. They uh, out of their, they have uh, lost six out of their last nine. And uh, I think it's, what, four and six in their last ten or something like that games, if I'm not mistaken. But, uh, but yeah, they are... Uh, they are foundering right now after getting off to such an incredibly fast start. And we kind of talked about that. And uh, I, I had a, a buddy of mine who lives down in Atlanta. And, and, and Mike is a baseball-like fanatic. 
And even when he called me and started really going, you know, excited wise off on the Brewers, I said, I, I, something just told me just temper your excitement because baseball is such an incredibly long season. But he kept saying, I think they've hit on something. They've got a good core group. They've got a good young group of guys. If you look at their analytics, and he is an analytics freak. I mean, he's talking about not only hitting with runners in scoring position, but in certain situational baseball with one strike and two strikes. And when they face lefties versus righties, and he's going on and on and on. He's like, this is the way this team is, and this is the way they're going to be. And I said, well, just let's see how they handle losing. Let's, it's, everything's great when you're winning. You're winning series, and you haven't lost back-to-back games. And, and this was, I don't know, about two weeks ago. And, uh, and then right after that discussion, they ended up losing – I think it was uh, they lost that night 5-3 to three to the Red Sox. We were leaving for vacation. And since then, it has been um, a struggle, I guess, might be the best way to put it. They salvaged uh, a game with uh, the Tigers. Uh, they beat the Angels uh, a couple of games. And you thought, okay, maybe they're putting the train back on the tracks. And then since then, they've lost three straight. So I I don't think this is the bottom, nor do I think when they were on top, that's the top. They're somewhere in between. But it's a lot of the same stuff we've seen over the last couple of years where you get decent pitching, not great, and it the offense becomes inept. You know, it just, you know, key hits are hard to find. You get runners in scoring position and nothing happens. Um, you hit into a double play. You take a third, you know, call strike. Um, fly outs. It just – and I, it's not even the – the screaming and yelling at the TV of, uh, you know, damn it, play small ball, damn it, bun a runner over, do this and that. It's not even that. It's not even that. It, it's just a level of frustration right now um, because they just uh, offensively just aren't getting the job done. Um, do you want to, Bill, do you want to hear the game logs for the starting pitcher for the Rockies that mowed down the Brewers like it was nothing yesterday? Oh, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. So that was his first start of May. Five innings, three hits, five strikeouts. Uh, and he could have gone longer, but they pulled him out because one of their other starters just had Tommy John, and they're dealing with some injuries there. So they played it safe. His last start against the, uh, against the Diamondbacks, six innings, three runs. The start before that, six innings, four runs. Start before that, two and two-thirds innings, seven runs. Start before that, six innings, two runs. His last four starts, he had almost 21 innings, 18 runs allowed, 16 of them earned. Then he comes out and, and does that against the Brewers. Yep. Comes out and just shuts them down. In Colorado, nonetheless. The uh, And we had talked about the, 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 the unwritten book, if you will. Uh, I had said at the time, be careful because you don't want to get too far over your skis because the young guys specifically – once the book, if you will, comes out on them, you can see tendencies, things that they like to swing at, things that they don't swing at, things that they, they don't hit very well. Are they, are they really good with a first-pitch fastball, or do you throw them? You know, all that kind of stuff. Once all of that comes out, then it's how they adjust, and you're no longer guessing. Uh, or you're no longer knowing what's coming. You're kind of guessing as to what's coming, and if they're not guessing correctly, well, then they, they struggle. But – that's kind of, I feel like, where we're at right now. And, you know, th- this team has been through batting coaches, bench coaches, base coaches. At some point, you know, you're just kind of tired. You're just kind of like, you know what, it's, it's the guys on the field. And baseball is a funny sport. 
and the pitch clock has helped in moving runners along and scoring runs. Certainly run scoring is up throughout Major League Baseball. Um, but you just now have to wait and see. You know, you have to you have to just kind of be patient because it's just I, last night people were just screaming on Twitter. Uh, I had uh, a buddy of mine that lives up in uh, uh, lives up in Sheboygan, and uh, he's a big race fan. And we always see him every time we go to Road America. He's texting me. I got another buddy of mine out in Madison texting me. I got a couple of friends here texting me down at the bar down at Stanny's, and they're just going crazy. Oh my God, these guys can't hit. This team's terrible. This I'm, I'm just like, as much as you were going crazy through the first few weeks of the season, and this team was on fire, and they were leading the division, and things were looking great, Is now is the time to say all is calm, be well, remain, you know, don't freak out. But to the Brewers' slide, it continues. Um, we'll talk more about that when we come back. Also later today, uh, I want to get into, as we sit here and we watch uh, the NBA postseason march on, and tonight you got another good one. Uh, you got kind of a, I'm not going to say it's a must win, but you got kind of a, almost a must win for Golden State to, to beat the Lakers, and I think they will. But tonight is a uh, uh, you're sitting here watching these these postseason games in the NBA being played, and you keep thinking, what happened to the Bucks? What happened to the Bucks? And very quietly, everything's just remained silent. Nothing coming out of you know the Pfizer Forum, no black smoke or anything like that re- regarding Coach Bud. But the question continues to come up: Did did Coach Budenholzer do enough uh, to get his team? Uh, into position to win games, or was the coaching a detriment? And we want to get into that discussion. Also, Jordan Love and his place now in the NFL, in the hierarchy of the NFL. So we got that coming up as well. Good day today. Warming up a little bit. Got out this morning. Got a good workout in. I was glad to jump on the scale. Oh, my God. I'm down 14 now. Something, like, ignited me, so I'm feeling good. Stay tuned. A lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up after the Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back. Good to have you. The Bill Michael Show. We continue on this Thursday. Beautiful Thursday. And i uh, got to say thanks to our friends over there at JNL Tire and Service Center, proud supporter of the motorcycle ride coming up on Sunday, September 3rd, benefiting Fisher House, Wisconsin. And uh, they also have uh, two locations, Watertown and Johnson Creek. The one in Johnson Creek you can see right from the highway. If you're looking on 94, just look north at Johnson Creek, and it's right there. You'll see the big Goodyear sign. But uh, JNL Tire and Service Center, they do everything from oil changes for minivans all the way up to brake and tractor trailer repair. They've got service facilities for both. So stop in and see them. And they do a lot of good stuff within the community philanthropically. So don't forget to uh, get a hold of our friends at JNL Tire and Service Center. Go to JNLTire.com, JNL Tire. Dot com and tell Lyle and everybody there we said hi. Uh, James says, dig, dig up George Carl. Bring him back. Uh, at least he was a better st- stratistician. The stratistician. Uh, strategizer, even. The, um, the the question is that the Bucks sitting on the outside looking in right now when it comes to the postseason, did Coach Bud do everything to put his team in the best position to win? Uh, nationally, there are many people that say no, he did not, uh, some being former players. And, I, I, and I've said all along, and I'm going to make this statement, and you tell me what you think. 
But I don't think Coach Bud's firing or keeping him around, um, I don't think that has anything to do with X's and O's at this point. I really don't. No matter what they feel inside that organization, the only thing that matters, the only thing that matters is, is what Giannis thinks. If Giannis says, keep the band together, uh, and he's emphatic that Coach Bud gets the most out of him and he's the guy that's the best for that group of guys and the mentality and such, then they're going to keep Coach Bud around. As much as you and I may think, uh, you know, one thing or the other, you know, like, hey, for continuity's sake and kind of running it back and for a guy that's been there, done that and won a championship uh, and been a part of championship teams, Coach Bud, keep him around. Or if you say, you know what, didn't do enough down the stretch, didn't do enough strategy-wise, uh, to win ball games and put them in position to win and beat uh, Miami, then he's got to go. Either way, I don't think really what we, our opinion-wise, is because it, I, I think it just matters to Giannis. Um, at least he gets, if you want to talk about a percentage of the vote, I would say Giannis probably gets a good 60%, 70% of the vote. I mean, John Horst obviously has a, a portion of it. The owners have a portion of it. But I think ultimately it comes down to Giannis. And what he would want. And if Giannis says, look, I'm open to a new coach, you know, maybe maybe a better idea will put us in a better position to win. And he's kind of, you know, on the fence about it, maybe a wishy-washy 50-50, then Coach Bud will be gone. But if Giannis says, nope, I absolutely want this guy back, we can win with him, he's done a lot for us, whether it's on the court or behind the scenes, we want him, then 100% he'll be back. 100% he'll be back. No doubt. Jason says, happy Thursday morning. Uh, did you see Crosby visited the Jets? Your thoughts, you demand. I, by the way, Ben, did you see Mason Crosby visited the New York Jets? No, I did not I see I did that. not either. I'm going to say I, I have to have to bow out on that because I did not see that. I know that. Um, People are bringing uh, it up as a joke after the Cobb signing. Okay. Then so that I didn't be see it because I've seen. Uh, I've seen memes of Jordy Nelson going to the Jets. I saw one. <laughs> I saw Greg Jennings going to the Jets. Uh, who else did I see? Um, God, it was like an old Lombardi Packer <laughs> going to the Jets. God, I can't remember who it was. Uh, but anyway, it, it's it's a lot of memes about players going to the Jets. And they, it was funny because uh, this morning – uh, I was watching Good Morning Football, and I thought, just for a minute, I'll flip over because I couldn't take the choking and puking Mike Greenberg on GetUp uh, anymore. So I've kind of stopped watching ESPN, and I go there, and I see he's not hosting today. And I'm like, you know, praise the Lord, hallelujah. And But their, their little headline was the New York Packers. And that's even become somewhat of a joke. And the question then in New York is, look, Rodgers wanted all these guys around him last year, and they didn't win. They didn't even make it to the postseason. And so some in New York, you know, who I guess have their heads on and are not buying into the hype machine that is, uh, but some in New York are saying, wait a minute, he didn't win with these guys last year. Why, why are we getting excited because Randall Cobb's coming here? Why are we getting excited because Billy Turner's coming here? Why are we getting excited for some of the guys, Alan Lazard, who at best is maybe a third or fourth receiver on that roster? Why? 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 And uh, I saw one of the – no, no, I take that back. I heard. it was I think it was on WFAN. They were talking about um, 
the same thing we've been discussing, like the whole, well, you're bringing in Randall Cobb to, you know, help the, help the guys in the receiver room. And one of the hosts smartly said, shouldn't Rodgers be doing that? Isn't that what you're paying him for? Isn't that what you traded for? Was his not? So they're, they're starting to go, wait a minute. This isn't, you're not bringing in these coaches on the field. You're bringing in older, mediocre at best talent to fortify just as a friendship around Aaron Rodgers. Now, don't get me wrong. The, 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 the love period is still going on in New York, but I, they're dealing with the same thing there that we are here. No doubt. So I'm, I'm like, okay, you, you know, we, we all thought we were crazy. Rodgers thought we were crazy. But they're saying the exact same thing in New York as we've been saying here for the last couple of years. And I thought that that at least made me smile, inwardly made me smile. Because I'm like, oh, okay, we're, we're not idiots. We're not this podunk mid-portion of the country that is just looked at as a bunch of broad-eating, beer-swilling, cornfield-growing type of people. We actually know what the hell we're talking about. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. If you want to give us a shout Feel free to go ahead and do so. Uh, Yeah, exactly right, Craig. The tough, smart New York media. Yeah, right. They were so tough. That opening press conference, they're standing up and clapping. Wusses. Uh, (laughs) This this is from Will. Uh, He says that Cobby's going to coach him up. Mercedes is going to come back, complete the Jets, Uh, on and on and on. Uh, Fenwa says uh, love from Viroqua. A lot of people excited for the golf tournament this weekend, by the way. Uh, I, I have not checked, but if you are thinking about hanging out with us this Saturday, we are going to be in Viroqua at Viroqua Hills Golf Course. The Bill Michaels Open, I think it is sold out, but I'm not sure. So if you're thinking about playing golf and the weather is going to be nice. Ben, did you see the forecast for Viroqua this coming weekend? No. No, what is yeah. it? 70 degrees, partly sunny. We're good. Partly sunny. That's a partly key sunny, part. Partly partly cloudy, you know. seventy. Now, I don't know what the wind is going to be. But 70 degrees, I will take that every damn day of the week. Every damn day of the week, I'll take that. So 70 degrees, some sunshine, some clouds. We're going to have a good time. And it's going to be at Viroqua Hills Golf Course this Saturday. Call them, 608-637-7615 if you're in the area and you want to come out and play some golf with us. 608-637-7615, uh, 1 o'clock shotgun. And then afterwards, we're going to do a little food, a few beverages, a few stories. We're going to have a good time. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. So coming up this Saturday, the Bill Michaels Open, 608-637-7615. If you want to get in on that, come on out and join us. We're going to have a great time. Um, <laughs> Paul says the next time you come back from commercial break, play that Coldplay tune. I'm going to stand and applaud. <laughs> I reserve the right to not do that. <laughs> Please don't. Please don't 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 play Coldplay. Don't stand and applaud, uh, unless of course you are genuinely a fan of the show and you're like, thank God it's back on. I'm tired of listening to all the other "May the Fourth Be With You" crap going on throughout the state of Wisconsin. We're actually bringing you real content, and then you can stand and applaud. Beyond that, I'm I'm good with nothing. I'm good with just being just one of the few. Grab yourself a beverage with a handle on it, fire one up, clink the glasses, and off we go. Ah, uh, yeah. Give your sweetie the best meat you can possibly give her. It's, it's the motto of the show. It's just, we got to get T-shirts made. <laughs> oh, good gosh. Uh, Gary says, yeah, the Star Wars nerds, they are punching air right now. They are. They're fired up, man. 
They're fired up. There was a guy in the gym this morning that had on, um, I, and he wasn't like decked out, but he had on black shorts and a black T-shirt, and it said on the back, um, there's a disturbance in the force, and on the front, it was just the head of Darth Vader. And so, I, you know, I, it was, I, and that's kind of what reminded me this morning, but I was in the car on my way over, and I was flipping flipping around listening to some some radio and sports talk radio as I normally do. And it was a whole half hour on what the best star Wars movie is. And, you know, in excerpts from one movie into another movie and how they changed film and this and that, it was, it, which is fine. Cause pe- some people love that, but it was me as like, okay, I'd rather hear more about, I'd rather hear more about, uh, you know, Jordan loves contract and what the green Bay Packers are going to do to get better and the brewers and what they're going to do to get better. And if there's any answers that are out there right now, when uh, the pitching is going to be back to full strength and if coach Bud's going to keep his job and what they're going to do to look a little bit younger next year, because they certainly look flat footed and defenseless this year and on and on and on. So there you go. 877-867-1670. Find us 877-867-1670. Hey, if you are uh, like myself, and in your home, you've either got a garage floor that after the winter just looks like crap or maybe a, a basement floor, a gym floor, something like that, that I have. Epoxy flooring done right. Uh, best move I ever made. Not only does it look good and it's it makes you feel good and clean and everything, but when you get your home appraised, um, and I always recommend tough times, uh, I, I date a banker. So she always tells me, get a home equity line of credit. So I decided to do that because you just never know when things are going to come up and you get it for a better interest rate than your credit cards and blah, 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 blah. So I, I had my house appraised. And one of the things that the guy noted was when he went to the gym, he's like, oh, my God, this is a beautiful room rather than just a basement. Now, what it adds value-wise to your home, I don't know. But when they look at it and take pictures, it's a room. But you get if the benefit of the doubt comes into play for whether they want to go an extra ten or fifteen or twenty thousand. You start to look at things like windows and floors and the upkeep of your home and the condition that it's in and this and that. And it really does play into uh play into the decision making process. So I was pretty happy. I was excited when they said, Yeah, this this looks really good and adds value to your home. Oh, oh didn't know. Okay. So think about that. Epoxy flooring done right. Call my buddy Sean from Green Bay to Milwaukee to Sheboygan out to Madison, anywhere in between. Give them a call, 262-443-2852, 262-443-2852. That is epoxyflooringdoneright.com, epoxyflooringdoneright.com. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. You want to watch some sports? You can do it at the social house. You want to go in on Sunday morning for some free pancakes? If you get yourself a cocktail, you can do it at the social house. West Lisbon Road, Menominee Falls. And if it's your birthday, they give you the free T-shirt as well. And uh, you can go party at the house. H-A-U-S, social house, H-A-U-S, West Lisbon Road, Menominee Falls. Great place to go. Great place to go. It's tough sometimes because we don't get a chance to hit all these places all the time for a lot of our sponsors who are friends. Um, and so we've got, you know, got a lot of different places to go to after being gone over the last couple of weeks. Jason, good morning to you. Uh, Will says, relax. Uh, Going to be working in New York when the same Aaron Rodgers can't find the open receivers because he chooses to play the psychedelic fest in Jets go one and three right out of the gate. There you go. 
I haven't even seen the schedule yet. Schedules don't come out for, what, another week, Ben? May 12th. Eight eight days. Okay, eight days away. Well, Obviously, it's a television event. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's huge. Made for TV, without a doubt. 877-867-1670-877-867-1670. Hit us up. Uh, Let's go to John listening to us in Atlanta. John, how are you doing today, man? What's going on? Hey, good. How are you guys doing? Doing great. Doing great. Good. Good. Hey, just wanted to jump in on that, that Coach Bug conversation. I mean, when I was watching that series, I, I put a lot of blame on him. But then after I just let it all settle in a little bit, to me that was all. It was, I'll go 10% Bud, 90% of the players. I mean, you look at games four and five. Where was Holiday? I don't know where Holiday went in that series, honestly. Um, mm-hmm. And then that last game, Holiday hits one of those two free throws, or both free throws, they probably win. So they're back to their game six easily. And then even the last mm-hmm. two games they lost, the players in the last five minutes, it was just a wrap. I mean, Giannis went to go 0 for 5, 0 for 6 in the last game. And then he was yeah. driving the lane, you know, offensive fouls. And you throw Middleton, the classic dribbles off the feet. Um, and then you throw in Drew. Man, I don't know what Drew was shooting-wise, but he was just nowhere to be found those last right. four games. Um, or last, maybe last three games. So I put it all on the players. You, those players make something in those fourth quarters, and they easily win games four and five. So, honestly, I mean, the, the coach, but, I mean, we all know he's a top-ten coach. Um, could somebody come in and do better? Who knows? I mean, you can't guarantee that. Uh, but I, I agree right. with you. I think Giannis will dictate everything coaching-wise, um, even player-wise, which is which is fine. Um, but it – and he, he – actually, Giannis nailed it. He said the last ten days of basketball were horrible or just bad basketball. So, right. that's – to me, that was him admitting that it's a player's problem. That wasn't Coach Bud. You know, um, yeah, and I love I love Giannis's honesty because that that's what it came down to. It was just bad basketball. You couldn't make shots when you needed to when you were just dominating games. And again, if there's any you know, Coach Bud, hey, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Not if you watch the game. Yeah, no, I I appreciate the phone call. I agree that this team looked old. They looked flat-footed at times. They looked disinterested. Now, again, it's perception. The players can argue, and I've never said that guys, they don't have heart, they don't hustle, they don't do this, they don't do that, but they got outworked. Uh, again, I, I I look at just the energy Jimmy Butler brought to the court. Nobody was matching that. How do you not match that? How do you not get after that? How do you allow him to not only bring that energy on your home floor, but in, in addition to that, he brings the energy, and you can't match it, and you just allow him to continue to do it. And to me, that was as much as you want to look at Bud and go, Bud, what, why aren't you calling timeout? Why aren't you changing things up and putting Brooke Lopez on the floor, especially for the inbound pass and Giannis in the middle and blah, 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 blah. I, that's all strategy. I agree that's all failure on Coach Bud's part. But how do you not bring the energy? How do you not match that? You just won a championship a couple of years ago. You know what it takes to get there. You know, you're, you're watching Steph Curry. You're watching LeBron. You're watching all these guys bring it almost on the daily, and you kind of show up. You play really hard. You miss shots. You're just throwing your arm in the air to try to defend a shot rather than just getting body on body. You're getting beat to the point of attack. It, it just – it was like just they – I don't want to say they gave up because that's not – right because they certainly didn't but they it, they just didn't match the energy just didn't match it 877-867-1670 877-867-1670 um 
Give us a shout. Would love to. Uh, would love to hear from you. Uh, Jason says uh, Hard Knocks might be going to New York. Uh, it's been a full boat on primetime scheduling. The uh, whole situation is going to be up front and center. Just how will Aaron like that? I don't know. Look, uh, on one hand, it's fascinating to watch and to discuss. On the other hand, it's like it doesn't matter to us. It's who cares? We're moving on with Jordan Love. We're moving on with the Green Bay Packers. We're moving on with the young rookies, the young team, um, the the you know the extension that Jordan uh, Jordan Love has signed, and where this team's at, all of that stuff. Which, by the way, uh, you know the the numbers are now out on Jordan Love. Uh, he gets eight point seven eight eight million in signing bonus, uh, one point zero one million for base salary, fully guaranteed this season, five point five base salary next year, fully guaranteed nine million dollars in escalators based on this year's performance, and five hundred thousand next year for workout bonuses, which is basically they're going to give it to him. Uh, so the total guarantee is fifteen point three million. The max contract is twenty four point eight million. So in essence. He went from making $20 million and they basically gave him some extra money this year and next year, and they spread it out, and so there you have it. It doesn't absolutely kill you, and you get a little room on your salary cap because of it, and uh, and plus you've picked up for a couple of years, and it's he gets probably his you know his total. He'll get $24.5 million bucks. That's nothing to sneeze at for a guy that's never really taken full-time snaps in the NFL. You know, and it's a prove-it deal. So he gets a chance to say, hey, look, I've absorbed all of this information. I've got this physical ability. I've got this confidence. I know this system now. I'm ready to go. And the Green Bay Packers get a quarterback um, for not much on a prove-it deal. And if indeed he works out, then you can make them, you can pay the money on the back end. And if he doesn't, it's not killing you salary cap-wise. So it's not a bad deal by any stretch of the imagination. And one of those deals that work out for everybody is really the best deals of all. Let's be honest. 877-867-1670. You got something to say? Say it. If you want to hit us up over on Twitter, you can. Uh, Chris says, uh, hey, guys, good morning to you. At what point does the media stop paying attention to Aaron Rodgers? I know it's something that we discuss, but the national media is all over it every day, all day. Why is this such a fascination? You know what? It was the same thing, though, with Brett Favre. Brett Favre was that same cat. When Favre left here, it was all Favre all the time. And I said, if, if you go back, and this dates me, but if you go back and, and anybody over the age of you know 40 will remember this, there was the old E.F. Hutton. E.F. Hutton was a brokerage firm, kind of like a J.P. Morgan and all that kind of stuff, and and uh, or Charles Schwab, and you can go through the list of brokerage houses. Uh, but E.F. Hutton, was they had a commercial, and E.F. Hutton would talk about something monetarily, and the commercial was basically a lot of people in a room, and E.F. Hutton would say, well, my thoughts on the market are, and then the room would go quiet, and everybody would listen. You know, when E.F. Huff, e. Hutton speaks, people listen. That was the commercial. That was, that's Brett, that was Brett Favre when he went to New York. Same thing. Anywhere he went, anything he said it came, became relevant in some way, shape, or form. It still does today. People wanted to know what Favre thought about Rodgers going to New York. Why? Well, I mean, he's he's walked that same path, but times have changed. Social media has changed. What Favre did versus what Rodgers does, that's completely different. They're two different personalities. They're, they handle things differently. Who cares? But it's relevant. It's relevant because that's what people want to hear. The same thing with Aaron Rodgers. It's relevant because that's what people are fascinated with. 
It, it's it's you don't know if the tail is wagging the dog or the dog is wagging the tail. The dog being the people and the masses who can't get enough of that information. People that would ask me like, hey, "God, do you ever get tired of talking about Rogers?" And I, yeah, sometimes. But it keeps coming back to the regurgitation of information and thought about those situations. And I'll just tell you this quite honestly, flat out, the numbers, the mass consumption of numbers prove it. You know, we would talk baseball, we would talk Brewers, we would talk Bucks. You, you, could, you could watch literally the stream die. Nobody cared. Or if they did, they really didn't care enough passionately to stay tuned. But you say, hey, we're coming back. Well, you can't believe what Rogers said. <laughs> Rockets up. Rockets up. And it stays there. People just couldn't get enough of it. So, uh, to me, I'm ready to be done. But it just, it is what it is. You know, it's you. I hate to say it, but you kind of give people what they want. Does that make sense? Hopefully it does. 877-867-1670. Paul writes, real quick, before we go to break, Paul writes, uh, I think the Packers are actually going to be a better team. What is the chances that Matt LaFleur's offense is really serviceable and better than what we were ever what we were ever led to believe? Maybe he is an offshoot of Shanahan, and Shanahan has certainly made quarterbacks out there better. Could he make Jordan Love better? Paul, I think we're all on that boat of hope. I'm sitting here today, fingers crossed, maybe it'll all come to fruition that way. If that's indeed what Matt LaFleur's offense is. Now, remember, he also has, whether it's Purdy, Trey Lance, Garoppolo, they also had McCaffrey they traded for, Debo Samuel, George Kittle, good offensive line, and the number one ranked defense in the National Football League. So it makes it look a little easier when you have just pro bowlers in your key statistical categories playing for a guy that is an unproven guy like a Brock Purdy or a Trey Lance or, you know, a serviceable guy like Jimmy Garoppolo. So I I, I don't know. I think that coaching is going to be more prevalent and more criticizable this year because I think it, the responsibility and the burden falls heavily on uh, Matt LaFleur. It falls heavily on uh, Joe Barry to make this team go. So, you know, we can talk about the statistical failures or the situational failures of the quarterback, but I think you have to look at this thing overall and say, how good did they make this team, that being the coaching? 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Find us. We would love to hear from you. Hey, our friends over at the Water Doctors, h 2 doctorscom Talked to John Atley yesterday. Uh, and he called because he wanted to say thanks. Somebody had called him looking for a Connecticut water softening system because I talked about it when I got back from our trip. And you don't realize what really good water is until you, you don't have it. Just like I appreciate Quick Trip when we're out of state, I appreciate my Connecticut water softening system and what I have here at the house versus when we're on the road. It just It's a world of difference, a world of difference. And if you want the best water softening system out there, go to h2theletterodoctors.com. That's h 2 the letter O, H2Odoctors.com, or just call John directly anywhere in the state of Wisconsin. He can hook you up, 262-549-7733, 262-549-7733. That is the Water Doc. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network.
I can feel the uh, the warmth starting to seep into the state of Wisconsin. I know our normal high right now is like uh, mid-60s, uh, low 60s to mid-60s. And eventually, we are going to get to the point where, yeah, boy, we can go ahead and uh, start getting out the toys, like the boats, the jet skis, all that kind of good stuff. But if you are looking for one or maybe want to buy one or get your stuff all summarized and ready for the season, get a hold of our friend Todd and the gang at Skipper Buds out in Pewaukee. Skipper Buds, 262-544-1200. Boat sales, service, storage, new boats, used boats, ski boats, fishing boats, you name it, personal pontoons, watercraft, all that kind of stuff. They've got it all. Go to Skipper Buds in Pewaukee. You cannot go wrong, but when you go in, make sure you ask for Todd. Todd's the guy to go to. Say, Todd, ask if he's there. And maybe you get a salesperson or whatever, and then the salesperson writes up your deal, and then you say, I want to talk to Todd. Todd, I want uh, want a deal. Give me uh, give me the Bill Michaels deal, yeah, just like I did when I bought my, uh, bought my Larson over there. So stop in and check it out. That's our friends at Skipper Buds. Boat sales, service, storage, 262-544-1200 out there in Pewaukee. Um, this is from, <laughs> people are now going off on the Star Wars stuff and then taking it a step further with Spaceballs. Relax. <laughs> that is a step too far. That is. Let's Space not Spaceballs is a funny bots. movie. Oh, it's incredible. But, uh, but yeah, I'm not, uh, not, again, I, Spaceballs is fun. Like, do you watch Spaceballs when it's on television? I don't like, have. When you see it, you're like, oh, here you go. I don't have cable. So I, I'm not surfing channels, but when I am in a place with cable, I definitely would. Yeah. Uh, I'll it, watch it. It hits the spot every time. Combing yeah. the desert. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, combing the desert with a giant comb, <laughs> which was really funny. Uh, and then they're driving around in that uh, Winnebago. The, <laughs> so John Candy was fantastic in it. Oh, that's it when just, I it, it, came on the show and didn't know who John Candy was. Right. That's the reference point. Yeah. Me. There you go. So, it, it, But, yeah, it's may the Schwartz be with you and such today, I guess. Okay. So it's, it's had its spinoff. Uh, 877-867-1670. Steven said, uh, I watched a live interview with David Bakhtiari, and he actually said that Rodgers would change the play and do whatever he wanted. I believe that. I watched many times open receivers neglected and hero balls being thrown to 17. Now, this is all true. There's nothing new here. But what? when was that? Was that last year? Was it the year before? Was it five years ago? Because back when McCarthy was here, I mean, we used to do the show, the uh, the, uh, the the Lodge Kohler kickoff, and we had quite a few guests that, you know, behind the scenes would say, oh, yeah, you know, you get in the huddle, and <laughs> Rogers absolutely would just say, to hell with what... Mike McCarthy just gave us. We're going to run this. And uh, we'll talk more about that when we come back. Because I, I, I think it's rather interesting. Because now you're going to see coaching become more prevalent, for lack of a better term. One hour down, three more to go. Well, this hour flew by. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up right after this.